Hey guys, welcome back to the Moms Talk Autism podcast. Today it is the Brittany and Tosh show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just get the two of us today, but we want to share something with you guys that is a vital part of our everyday life, but also has been um, a huge part of our journey through our children's autism diagnosis. So stick with us. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. Hey, 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 hey. Brittany, say hey. Hey. Oh, oh, there's no ho. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) That's not this episode. (laughs) Rough. That's that's for a future time. Yes. That's for, uh, yes, a Gene and Shannon show. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm sorry. I hope I'm not laughing very loud. (laughs) No, you're fine. You're fine. You guys, um, welcome back. We are just just the lone two rangers here, Brittany and Tosh, and we um, we want to talk about something that is super important to both of us. Um, and, and we know there's a lot of you out there in our audience who um, who also have some sort of faith, some sort of belief, whatever you know, religion or non-religion, but, but, uh, a, a faith in a, in a higher power. Um, and so we kind of want to share openly, uh, just like what that's looked like for us, um, just in our lives as a whole, but also through, um, you know, the, this diagnosis, um, process and for Brittany, you know, two diagnosis, um, and, and two very, very, very different kiddos, you know, with, um, lots of different, uh, needs. So, um, Brittany, did you want to, did you want to disclaim or anything? Um, yes, let's disclaim things. Um, yeah, like, you, you and your, I feel like I should have a little like a uh, voice intro, like ding, ding disclaimers with Tosh ding. and Brittany or something, you know, <laughs> ding, dong, ding. disclaimer time. Ding, 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 dong. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, like just like you were saying, you were on the right track already. Like this is this is very important to both of us. We both happen to be Christian, but Mm -hmm. um, that isn't this this conversation isn't exclusive to only Christian based based faiths. This applies to any faith that believes in some kind of higher power or you know life beyond just our our mortal realm here. Um, just believing in something that's bigger than yourself, right? Whatever that is. I think what we talk about today, even though personally our experiences are going to be based in a Christian faith, because that's what, you know, I imagine we'll be telling stories or talking about our own personal lives. That's what we're going to be like focusing on just because that's our life. But, but I think it applies to any, any religion or higher power that you believe in. Um, Yes. And there's um and there's we, room we for everybody. Yes. Yeah, right. There yeah. is. Yes. Um and and you know Shannon and Jean are not here today. They they're at conferences, but they have their own belief systems as well. Um they don't necessarily attend church regularly like you and I do, uh Tosh, right. but but that doesn't mean that they don't have their own version of this. Um, right. So yes. this is whatever we say on here is Brittany and Tosh talking. Is our own, yes, our own perspective, our own op- opinions, beliefs, and and stories. Yeah. 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 And that's all it is. And take that for what it's worth, you know? Right. Right. Um, yes. We are, <laughs> we're not theologians. We are not. Uh, <laughs> I like to pretend uh, like I am. Ordained. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? We're not ordained like ministers in any way. Like we don't have any kind of authority for either of our churches that we belong to. Like we're just talking about our experiences. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) 
and we're done. Uh, and we're- <laughs> okay, Just so Just kidding. Um, we Brittany and I are we are definitely we are both Christians, but we both were our our situation is very very different. You know, um, Brittany mm-hmm. was raised in in her uh, in her faith um, where I was not. Um, so Brittany, do you want to just share like a little bit about yeah, you know, kind of like growing up and and um, you know how that's like shaped you and all of that? Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> excuse me. Um. I grew up, my parents were involved in our church before I was born. Um, They also grew up in the church. So I belong to the, it's a really, really long name. It's called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's really a mouthful. And um, our church really tries to emphasize using the full name so people know the whole name and it's used properly. And especially that it says Jesus Christ in it. That's because we're Christians. So uh, but we have nicknames that people have heard of before, whatever. That's that's cool. Do whatever you want to do. Um, but um, so my parents grew up in that church. I grew up in that church. I was born into it. I have attended church like Sunday services my entire life. I don't remember a time when we didn't go. Um, that's just how I've I've grown up. And right. um, I've. I think it's really important to emphasize that although as a child, I was required to go to church because that's what my family did. um, At a certain point, it does become your choice, you know, whether you want to continue to do that or not. And um, I, as I got older and became a teenager and into my adult life, I um, decided to, you know, really look at whether this was something I wanted to keep doing and, Mm -hmm when I left my house and and started my own family and I can go into more detail about it if anyone wants, but. And just a side question really quickly. And, and whether you wanted to be part of um, not just like, like your specific denomination, but like your relationship with, with Jesus as a whole, you know, just absolutely kind of going down all of that, that road, those roads, you know, just have seen. And I think those things can be separated too. Like you can believe in God, but not necessarily want to be affiliated with any organized religion. Organized religion. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I had to make choices whether or not I believed any foundational belief in any kind of higher power, a God, a, a heavenly father, or whatever you want to call it. Or if I wanted to, you know, and if, and if I wanted to belong to any church or if I wanted to look around and see if there was another church that I thought was a better fit for me or that I felt was more correct. Right. Um, but ultimately, I came to the decision through study and prayer and talking and involvement and, um, you know, all many, many years and, and thoughts. It was a slow progression for me. And I, f- I feel like this is where I belong and this is what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is that to say that everything in my church is perfect? No, not necessarily. Like as far as like <laughs> the organized religion part, the people in the church running. Right. No, we're all flawed people trying yes. to do our best. Um, does that mean I believe I understand every doctrine and every little thing perfectly? Absolutely not. I will be the first person to admit I am I am not very well versed in the academic or like <laughs> nitty-gritty of the scriptures or anything like that. I'm not. But but I do know what I feel and I do know what I know. And that is enough. That faith, which we're going to talk about, is enough to sustain me through the things that I don't know. Whether that's I never learned that here on this earth, or I'm going to learn that at a future date because I'm still learning and I'm still growing, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm I'm still active in my church. My family attends weekly services on Sundays, and then we also have various programs throughout the week that we can participate in. We're really heavy in um, a lot of youth participation. So we have a really strong youth program, which is from ages 12 to 18. And so um, like my, I have a freshman in high school, he attends weekly youth activities. And then there's usually there's fun things on the weekends. Sometimes there's dances or like, you know, get togethers where they'll rent out like a water park or, you know, Mm -hmm. various kind of just fun social stuff. Um, Ruby, my eight-year-old has a, it's almost like a pre-youth program. Like it's for like from eight to 11 age 
boy, little mm-hmm. boys and Kinda girls, getting they them, can attend, getting them yeah. started. Yeah. Started, and that's like yeah. every other week. And she gets to go do that. Um, this last week, they made cards um, and drew pictures for a uh, assisted living center. And the next time they meet, I think they're going to go deliver them and, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. meet, meet some of those residents that live there. Just just a, a lot of service-based things, um, fun things, too. And mm-hmm. um, we I- really believe it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, just like as a little side note, um, you guys all know that Brittany has um, two kiddos on the on the autism spectrum. Um, she's got her uh, her youngest and then her second oldest. Um, they are vastly different in their um, you know abilities and and needs and and all of that. Um, so how how can you just like share with us quickly how that looks like for? Um, you know, Ruby with this kind of this pre and then does Austin ever attend? Um, yeah. You know, the youth stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, Ruby, Ruby's doing this little, it's called activity days. She'll do activity days um, every other week and they'll have a Saturday thing every once in a while. And she goes to her Sunday school classes um, dur- on, on Sundays um, with her appropriate age group. And that's going really well for her right now. She's able to participate in everything without, um, like, I don't have to be there. She doesn't need physical assistance or an aid at this point right now. And we talk to her teachers about it and, um, they definitely, they have our phone numbers. They, they know where we are on Sundays when we're in our adult classes. So if they need something, they can get us. Yeah. And, um, Right now, we're able to navigate that where she needs little to no assistance. Um, if she doesn't want to participate in something, they're very, very good about just saying, that's fine. You can join us when you want to, you know, and she will kind of do her thing at her comfort level. And right. that works great right now. I don't know if it'll always be that way, but for now, that's working. Um, Austin is different as far as what he can participate in. Um, he He is... He's part of the youth program. He's almost 16, but he cannot participate in a lot of the same things. He does attend Sunday school with a one-on-one aide who is assigned to him, um, a, a member of our congregation. Um, it's all of the jobs or the, we call them callings, but all of the positions in our church organization are volunteer-based. No yes. one is paid to do anything. Right. Um, and it, it tends to rotate too. So like you'll have a particular job, like maybe you're a Sunday school teacher for Ruby's class and you'll do that for a set amount of time, whether that's a year or two or whatever that ends up being. Right. And then, and then you'll usually switch and get something else. So that way you're not, you know, getting stagnant <laughs> doing the same thing over and over again. Wow. Um, but Austin's aide is a wonderful um, man in our congregation and they have an amazing relationship. And he has been with Austin for a long time. And um, we have asked him if he would like to change jobs, you know, because he's, he's been in there a long time and, and he's very emphatic. Absolutely not. He wants to yeah. be with Austin. Oh, that's and so incredible. It really, it really is. It's extremely, it's an extreme, um, blessing. What's the word? Blessing. Thank you. Like, like, yeah, we, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I am very aware that that is not the norm for, for most people. And, um, that, we are extremely blessed to have that in our well, lives. And, it, and especially not like, you know, the fact that he's not a trained, like, you know, paraeducator or, or a trained therapist, you know, and that he, he is volunteering so that, that you and Doug yourselves can, um, you know, attend your different ministries and, yes. um, and, and the message on Sunday, but also, you know, that he, that he actually really enjoys being with Austin and they have this, relationship and and connection, you know, that's yes. incredible. It is. It's a very special bond and connection. He's extremely patient with him. And he has had some special education training. Um, I believe oh, okay. he is a teacher. But um, but this is, you know, I don't think he necessarily works with people at Austin's um ability level. I think ability, he works yeah, with a little, yeah. a little higher. Um, but anyway, it's he he's an amazing person and we are able to participate in our church services because of him. Now we sit together as a family in our large, in the large chapel for the second hour, we break up into, you know, your age group for Sunday schools and and various classes. And that's where he goes with Austin to attend those. Um, 
He brings snacks for him. We have little activities. They sit in class. Um, the children that are Austin's age um, have grown up with Austin and they are comfortable with him. Um, yeah. And that is also something that's really important. There isn't a lot of interaction necessarily. And that's not because they don't want to interact with him. It's it's kind of Austin's choice. Austin's he's choice, not, yeah. He's not really into like super social things or, you know, getting involved in the middle of, he likes to observe, um, yeah. when oh, he's I calm mean, and I feeling regulated when he, yeah. was at our house. <laughs> when he was at your house. Yeah. He it liked like, to just on like, his terms. picture. On his- yeah. <laughs> so he's happy to, most of the time he is happy to sit in the back and, and just kind of be in the classroom. And if he's having a rough date, they'll go out in the hallway and they'll just stay in the foyer and they, they set up some chairs. They have a little routine that they do. And, but he's still at church, right? And people are still seeing yeah. him at our, in our congregation. And I think that's important. Now, we've had so times we've had times where he's, he has not been regulated enough for, for weeks, and we have not been able to take him to church. And right. that's okay, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. In those cases, our congregation has um, rallied around us, and they made up a sign-up sheet. And we, they would have a couple who were able to take care of him rotate through. There were several. So no one was missing any significant amount of church. Right. And they would stay home with Austin so we could go as a family. The rest of us could go as a family. And that so we did that incredible. for, it was a, a good, decent chunk of a summer. Um, he just wasn't, we weren't in a good place um, right. where he could attend. And, and they were very, very uh, instrumental in making that happen. And if we needed to do that again, they would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Those, those, yeah. those people. So um, I get daily. And, and I'll uh, tell you that I'm going to just say this. <laughs> that's what a church should do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if, if there, if there is not a specific, you know, special needs area, then they, then they should be um, going the lengths to, to make it so that everybody can be um, part of the congregation without having to forego, you know, because of, of having a child on, on, of any, you know, um, any disability. Disability. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, So that's so good. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of us. We, we get regular kind of check-ins with um, the leaders, the, over our, our ward, our congregation, they, they mm-hmm. do check in with us and okay, okay, what's working? What's not working? What can we change? There is a, a certain job, a calling that is specifically assigned to a member of our congregation and they are, they're called the disability specialist. Yeah. And that person, their sole job is to work with the bishop or the pastor, you know, the person in charge. And they, mm-hmm. they check to make sure if those who have disabilities, if those needs are being met, needs are being met. And that's not just autism. That's, yeah, you know, someone everything. who has some physical disabilities, um, you know, or, uh, or any kind of like, even those who are maybe older in age and need some help just getting yeah, some to church yeah. or to their classes, anything like that. They, they are there and willing to help and, and will kind of be the liaison to make sure that those families needs are being met. Um, and that's a, a, a worldwide, like that's a church that's, it's on our like church's website. There's whole sections about disabilities and, and what a disability specialist does and how that works. And yeah. I really feel like that's really an inspired program and um, I'm all for it. And it's, it's, it's always changing. It's always getting better. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where, where I am with my family and how we participate in church. Um, Austin doesn't attend a lot of the weekly youth stuff, um, we try to get to him to what he can, and that usually involves some like some kind of swimming activity. He can go to those, yeah. um, but he's not going or to like, go yeah, pick the picnics that you guys have, like it through the summer and, yeah, and spring and stuff. Like outside that. Yeah. stuff, barbecues. He, right. he can do those things. He doesn't go see a movie. He doesn't go to the dances. He, I don't think right. he would enjoy them. So we don't try. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- th- we just kind of we kind of just let Austin lead on that and um, involve him as, as much as he we think he would enjoy. So, yeah, but yeah, speaking of all of that, all the extra stuff and the services and the things that you do, you have that at your church too. So, and you're heavily yeah. involved in that. And and so that's what I was just, you know, it, for any of our listeners out there who are, you know, already believers and they already attend a church or, or even those who are, um, you know, maybe 
not quite there yet, but they're still trying to find their way. You know, I always suggest that that you know finding a church, every church should have some kind of program. Um, if they don't, then then it may not be the church for you, or or it may be you know like a calling to get in there and and to change that because yeah, um, it's so important. You know, it's so important to serve the entire the entire congregation, no matter what their needs are, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, I just recently started, uh, volunteering in the kids ministry at our church. Um, we are a non-denominational, um, just, just Christian church. Um, and I actually, um, have been working in specifically in the, um, special needs, uh, area and it is so awesome. (laughs) It's so, it's just, it is um, just heartwarming to see all of these different kiddos, you know, all vastly different. Um, And then just how much their parents are just so grateful to be able to, um, to, to drop them off and, and attend, you know, the service and, and have that level of comfort um, that the people in the room are, are, you know, going to be caring for them the best that they know how. And and again, same thing with our church. Everything is um in in our ministries is volunteer based. You know, no, nobody is paid. Mm-hmm. Um so I I really really enjoy it. I I'm to this point now where I'm um like okay, how can we go how can I go deeper? How can I serve on an even bigger level, but also um what can we do to make our special needs program even better, you know? Um, yes. There's always so. room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, b- b- you know, faith, whatever it is, like there, no, no, there's nothing that's perfect and, and, and everything in life has, has room for improvement. So, yeah. um, I love that. I, I was Tell- not raised in the church. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's talk about um, that. <laughs> I, uh, very, very different than, than Brit, um, where I actually, um, grew up where my parents are, um, you know, they believe in a higher power, I, I think. Um, but they're not, you know, they're not organized religion, um, you know, people. Uh, I I grew up though with both of my parents being very open to my sister and I attending church with anybody. If we wanted to go, you know, by ourselves to just some random church, they would, they would take us. Um, If we wanted to go with friends, you know, they, they always supported that. And I mean, I, I grew up every summer going to, you know, like a local little VBS, a little vacation Bible school right down the road from our house. And then also um, a vacation Bible school a couple hours away at the beach every summer. Um, And so I did have, I did have a level of um, I don't know what you want to say, like just belief or that that kind of openness. And I've been to many yeah. different churches growing up as a ch- as a child. I or as you know, uh, in my youth, um, lots of very different um <laughs> beliefs. <laughs> yeah, some sure. very stringent and and <laughs> all kinds. Um, but I I would say that I I I don't think I ever really had that super strong, you know, strong enough conviction because of, of probably not having parents who were involved in the church. Um, and, and so I did, I did definitely, um, kind of fall away from that, kind of fall away from the whole, you know, um, just going to church and, and not really sure, you know, what I believed. I thought I, you know, believed in God, but didn't, you know, really wasn't sure how that looked for me. Um, Sure. It wasn't actually until 2019 um, that I uh, that I came back to Christ, and it was through being at the bottom of my, you know, of the barrel, being at the on, on the last thread of my of my rope. You know, I was grasping mm-hmm. for um, anything. You know, just with the loss of. Jack's twin brother, Jameson, and that heartache. Um, and then Jack's diagnosis. It was, it just was so much, you know. I'm I I I I I questioned a lot, like I know I've not done 
good things in my life. I know I've 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 made poor choices that have probably affected other people. I am definitely not perfect, but you know, but I got to that point of like what have I done so bad that I could deserve, you know, the loss of my child that I could deserve then my, you know, my the child my living, you know, child to um have to walk through uh, you know, a life with a disability. It just I was just angry. You know, I was angry and sure. I was sad and lost. <laughs> um, you know, but it wasn't, it was, um, you know, I felt a huge tug when I was in the NICU with, um, you know, short, like right after uh, uh, Jameson had passed away. And I can remember vividly um, doing skin to skin with Jack um, and just sobbing. You know, Tyler had left to go kind of what go eat something or go, I don't know where he was. Ta- he was out talking to people and um I can just remember just bawling and and you know and 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 saying like, you know, to God because that's who I was, you know, through the whole time I was that's who I was praying to, you know. But I I can remember saying like why didn't you just take me? Why didn't, you know, why could you not have let Jameson live? Why did you not just take me? Um and I and I I mean as clear as day, I can remember him saying to me, you know, like, um, don't, don't stray from me, come to me, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, wow. it didn't happen right then. It, it wasn't like, oh, okay. Everything's perfect. Okay, I'm I on board. Trust you. Woo-hoo. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm ready for this faith thing. Um, no, it was actually, you know, it was, I mean, that was in 20, I, we had the boys in 2013, December of 2013. So, um, yeah. It was it was five years of of just things, you know, things and questioning Probably little and, things, uh, yeah, tons of little things. It was from it was from even just um, the people that he strategically placed in my life, um, mm-hmm. you know, from from the from the very beginning. That being, um, you know, our good friends Pete and Tamar, what we've talked about, our. Um, Pete is a the Vancouver um, uh, fire and police chaplain. Um, from having our our child's you know service at their church because Tyler and I were not believers, we didn't have a church that we went to, but we knew we wanted to have it somewhere um, at a church and not have it necessarily be you know totally religious you know um, what's the word centered or whatever, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so just just Pete and Tamar and their incredible um love and and accepting, you know, of who we were and 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 where we were at and um just loving us, loving us for, you know, and just loving on us. Um so yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of kind of kind of bonkers. <laughs> you know, I I <laughs> um I just like I, I when I think back to all of it now, you know, and 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 I don't think that things ever got easier. They just changed, you know. Um, so then it was kind of rolling into Jack's diagnosis, um, and 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 thinking that I had kind of was dealing with you know the loss of Jameson, but uh, the diagnosis was hard. Like I mean, even though I was. I knew that that this is what it was going to be, which I've talked about in in my story before. But um, you know, where I was really on board, and and it was actually Tyler that struggled a little bit more with it. Um, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't until you know, like that, you know, following year where I was really then kind of more in the heartache and seeing the different hard and 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 feeling that grief around around his diagnosis, yeah. you know. Um, and I think again, that was just all of, of, you know, like my me fully giving in, you know, me fully giving into Christ. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so, so you mentioned, do you did you um, you really felt like did you have to work through the idea of I'm being punished with these things? Like, oh, I, I like, did. Like, you know, I okay, I um. I just couldn't understand, you know, and especially, like I said, there was so many little people that he had placed in my life, other, you know, believers um, that were just so gentle with me. And, you know, I was able to have really good 
open conversations with them about, you know, about that anger and about feeling like if there if this God that is so good that loves his children, like why, why would he punish me like this? You know, why would he um so it was a lot of like working through that and and not even necessarily at that point before becoming a believer because you know I was like how do I I don't I mean like point me to the right scripture I don't even know <laughs> like is there yeah, some kind of sure. like ding 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 that's you know a light's going to go off no there 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 isn't you know and it, and it it wasn't until I I came to him that I started to see and I started to understand better you know the the plan that he had for right. that he has for me, for Jack, for Jameson, for all of us, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just become, you know, better. I mean, it, it, it doesn't take away hard things. You know, I, my sister just died this summer, one of my sisters and, and, um, it's hard, you know, it's hard, but it's, it's, it's different. It's different now, you know? It is. Um, yeah. 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 And it's yeah. I I think it is important to to note to note the differences. Like growing up in a church that I still belong to versus coming into it on your own as in an adult. Yeah. Um you have done it both ways, I guess, is what you know, you've done the adulting with or without that kind of, you know, belief system in your life. And and I I just if that is your um, journey, I just I am in awe of people that have that that path, and they they look at everything as an adult, and they make the decision to do that. You don't you didn't have the foundation yeah. growing up as a child. You didn't have the you know I have habits that are formed like that's just what we totally. do on Sunday. Yes. That's not right. why I right. do it now. But it certainly helps to have that in right. your life, you know, especially if you're trying to figure out whether it's for you or not, like habits are great. So um, having that be part of your routine, but it's just, it's just so, I love hearing you talk about your conversion and your journey and, and your, um, your strength and your faith, because it is every ounce of it has been earned and, and yeah, thoughtfully yeah. and, and really considered fully. Um Yeah. And I just, I really commend you, you, you for know, that. It's, anyone it's, else out there. It's crazy too, because it's like, you know, I look at, um, you know, families like, like you and Doug and, and the kids and, and other, you know, people like from my church or, or my, our friends, you know, Pete and Tamar and, and their kids. Um, and, and it's, it's interesting because it, um, I, I, my faith has to be even stronger. My relationship with Christ has to be even stronger and so personal because I don't have a, a spouse who is a believer, um, and mm, and there yep. is no judgment to that. I love my husband, and I and and you know, like my thoughts. He's an amazing God, person. God knows, you know, like whatever. So I I don't you know there is no pushing of it. There is no um, and and and. And and that's reciprocated in the sense of like him being fully supportive of you know me uh, going to church you know on Sundays and being super involved in the church and taking our children to church um, yeah. and and so it is it is it's you know a, a balance <laughs> our favorite word it's yeah. a balance but it right. is um, it is nice to have that person who is supportive without fully being, you know, with, without, be, I shouldn't even yeah. say fully, without being engaged or in that belief at all. Um, right. Himself. So, yeah. yeah. It, and it I mean, speaks and, to you know, your guys' Tyler relationship. <laughs> oh, he did? Tyler was raised in the church. We were like opposite. Yes. Yeah. He was raised oh, in the church and then, and then left at a, you know, later, um, early adulthood. So, um, yeah. it's an, it, it's an in <laughs> interesting, um, Anyways, so so tell me then, Britt, like what um, walking through you know the diagnosis with with both kids because you guys um, you know Austin and Ruby are so far apart, and then just like we've talked about their needs and all of that. Um, how how did that look for you when you were you know as far as like your faith goes and and yeah when that all went down and. So with Austin, um, it was a long time ago, so my memory maybe isn't quite as uh, 
<laughs> sharp. As, She's part of the forties club now. So, oh man, it's going fast. It's going downhill, everyone. But, um, but yeah, I do remember. I don't remember ever thinking that that this was a punishment or it was something that I did. Maybe a right. fleeting thought here or there, but I think I pretty quickly rejected that idea. It just didn't sit. It it didn't feel well, right yes. to me. It yeah. wasn't correct. And that's fine if that's what you you if you're there right now. It's not. I'm not saying that. Oh no, you. Yeah, it's right. You're or absolutely wrong. Yes, wrong yeah. and you should just reject that immediately. That was yeah. just how it was for me. <laughs> so, um, but I, um, yeah, I, I just really looked at it as I see Austin's um, abilities and disabilities as a protection mm-hmm. for for him. Um, and this is just me. This is just my belief. But uh, for whatever reason, I, I believe that he is perfect uh, in the sense of he does not necessarily need to go through the trials and tribulations and the learning process as of like someone like you or me need to go through in order to, um, you know, return to heaven or wh- how, however you want to phrase that yeah. or look at that in your belief system. Um, I believe that Austin is is saved and is, I mean, we are all, we're all saved, but he, I believe he is, um, he is not accountable necessarily for mm-hmm. all of his actions. Now he can still make choices and some of them are going to be naughty choices, but, um, he is, he is not necessarily on the same, he is not being held accountable for the same things that I am being held accountable because he yes. does not have the capacity to do that. Yeah. And I believe that that applies to many, many, uh, people with disabilities. That is not to say that everyone who has any kind of disability does not have accountability. No, that's right. not true. <laughs> um, but I, I am not the one who needs to necessarily make that judgment for anybody else. Right. I am just yeah. talking about Austin and him and 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 his his uh, his role on this earth. I don't know what all, I don't have all the answers. I don't know what his exact role is on this earth, but mm-hmm. I do know that everyone who meets Austin and truly gets to know him and spends time in our home or with him can feel something. Yes. And he is a very, very special person. And um, there is a light and a uh, a certain level of, um, I don't know, cal- it, he's not always calm Pure. and peaceful. There's, there's, like, there's, there's this pureness to him. Yes, there's this- there you go. Yes, there yeah. is, and I know you've felt it. You've been with, you've been with him for oh gosh, I felt it before I even before I even <laughs> had you know in person interaction with him. Um, yeah, you know, just from the first time I ever saw him on Marco Polo with you, yeah. I could just feel his. You know, he's just yeah, he's a he he's, is he's a God's pure perfect soul. creation. Yes. Yeah, he is a perfect soul. Yes, and it's really really hard to to take care of him sometimes it is and I get frustrated and I get angry with him and it's not all roses and peaceful calm and wonderful life you know like I'm not saying that at all it's really really hard um because of his sensory needs especially it's extremely difficult to care for him at times but in those quiet moments when we do have them and I cherish them very very deeply I can look into his eyes and I see who he is and I know that he is supposed to be with me for whatever mm-hmm. length of time that is on this earth. I believe in an afterlife. I believe that our, our families are connected after we we die. Mm-hmm. And um, Austin and I are meant to be together. And that has been uh, revealed to me personally um, through many, many different circumstances and experiences. And I, we are meant to, to care for each other. And I always say, um, because Austin can't speak, um, you know, I get to do all the talking now and I get to speak for him. You know, people will ask Austin questions because they're trying to include him. They're trying to, you know, involve him in things. And he can't necessarily speak or, or even make eye contact sometimes, but I can speak for him. And I, I try to do my best to speak for him accurately as he would want to be, you know, represented, but that's my job right now. And someday, <laughs> um, 
we're going to be together again and yeah. it's going to be his turn to talk yeah. and to tell yeah. me all the things. And oh. um, I'm very much looking forward to that someday. Oh, me too. But, um, you know, it's just, this is what, this is where we are right now. So uh, that's yeah. Austin and, and Ruby, it is similar, but she does have more autonomy. She does have more um, agency and ability to communicate and to interact with the world around her in an appropriate meaningful way to her um, right. at this stage. And so um, we have to approach things a lot differently with her. Um, it is difficult to um, share kind of these more abstract uh, concepts like faith or, um, yeah. you know, uh, some of these more uh, spiritual things with her. I don't think she'll, she understands. She's eight mm-hmm. too. I mean, give me a break. She's a child. Right. right. But, uh, <laughs> But I, I also don't know if that's going to change in the future. If she's, I, I, she, she recognizes religious pictures. She understands the concept of, you know, God loves her and things like that. I think, but I don't know where that, where that's going to maybe How, like we we have a hard right. line, you know, um, and that's going to be something that we'll continue to to explore with her. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. It's not only navigating your own faith and your own belief system, but then trying to help someone who maybe doesn't have the ability to comprehend as much as you do. And none of us right. have the ability to comprehend all of it. So we all, in a right. way, you know. <laughs> but, but you know, like, like, like generally speaking, it, it's very, it was very, it's very different um, yeah. how you approach it with with Austin and and Ruby versus how you do with Scott and Tyler you know and Correct. and their understanding from a young age you know of of what your guys's faith is all about and and their personal relationship with with Jesus you know um absolutely and my yeah. boys are now yeah. to the point where they need to make those choices um, mm-hmm. If you're living in my house and you're eating my food and I'm paying for your life, you will attend <laughs> church with us. Um, but once you leave my little nest and I'm not paying for your things anymore, nest. yeah, um, you can, you know, I fully want my boys to make their choices. To choose. Yes. Yeah. And I will support them in whatever they choose. It doesn't yeah, matter. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't change my love and my relationship with them. Those are the most important things. And um, I want them to make good choices. And I, I hope and pray that I've done a good job to help them, give them all the tools that they need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's that's their that's their path, you know, much as it was mine. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at yeah. with that. And I imagine you're going to have maybe some similar changes uh, things with Sloan and Jack, you know, how oh, absolutely to gauge their capabilities and their ability to comprehend and understand and make those yeah. choices and, yeah. then, and then help them navigate that. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty interesting to, um, you know, I, I know Sloan like fully comprehends and, and I, and I think Jack does as well to a degree, but um, how, right. how Jack can just, I mean, how he already just remembers <laughs> you know, a bunch of stories from, from scripture. It's uh, so incredible to me. And that's maybe just his little, you know, um, not photographic, his memory, what's it called? Yeah. The au- auditory memory thing, whatever yeah. that is. Anyways, but, um, yeah, I'm, and, 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 you know, same thing. Like I, I, we are not a full, you know, connected house in, in Christ. We are not a, a family in Christ. We are just, you know, the three of us in, in that sense. And, and so I don't, even now I don't, I want them to want to be part of, you know, th- I want them to be part of the church if they want to. I want them to harness their special relationship with Jesus. Um, you know, do I encourage it and and sometimes, of course, make them go? <laughs> you know, um, if, yes, if, if, if dad's not home on Sunday, you know, um, of course, but, but um, also, I, same thing, you know, I, I want them to I want them to have those choices and and to and to connect with their own personal, you know, belief and relationship. It's, so, I re- I really really feel strongly that it's not about expectations; it's about making the right choice mm-hmm. for yourself. And yeah. I really really hope to instill that in my children. But you, but 
you know, you can't make the right choices for yourself when you're a, a child. It needs to be totally when you're older. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. Whatever that ends up being, that's that's what it is. And I, I really want to point out, you you mentioned this briefly, um, that belonging to a church, any church, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't have to be my church, guys. It really doesn't. I just if you belong to a church that is inclusive and does strive to include those people who have different abilities um, Mm -hmm. and is willing to accept your family um, at whatever level, even if it's not perfect right now, you can help them make it better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It, it it provides a community for you. It provides a support system. And that is one of the great benefits aside from all of the wonderful things that you get out of, you know, having a spiritual life or being involved in, you know, your personal relationship with God or whatever. But, but there are people surrounding you who care about you and care about your family and care about your child. And that's huge. That's, that's, that's massive for me. Absolutely. And so um, that's another reason to, to possibly you know, look into that, um, for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just thought that was, I think it's really, really, um, important to have a community and maybe, maybe it, it's not the only community I have. I have, I have neighbors and those who are in close proximity to me who are not members of my faith, who rally around my family. I have family members mm-hmm. who are not members of my faith, who or are very maybe even not even me. believers at all. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who I do, I do have family members who are not believers in any sense of the word and they love, they love my family. I have friends that are not. And so it, it's not, that's the old, it's not the only place to go for that as well. I think what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to generalize, like to create a community for yourself. It's so, so very important, whether that's church and school and family and friends and neighbors, all of those things together. Um, that that's the only way I can get by. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I could not do this without all of those different groups in my life. Um, yeah. Church just happens to be a big part of it, but you know, just keep that in yeah. mind, I guess. I love it. I, love uh, it. I have a couple of things to read here. Um, so once again, I'm just going to say like, we're Christian. And so these quotes are like Christian based just because that's the religion I belong to. But, um, but I think these apply to, to anyone. Um, it says, we must look after the individual. Christ always spoke of individuals. He healed the sick individually. He spoke in his parables of individuals. Um, Church is concerned with individuals notwithstanding our numbers, whether they be six or 10 or 20 or 50 million. We must never lose sight of the fact that the individual is the important thing. Mm. And I really, really believe that strongly. Um, I can put some of these quotes in the show notes. Um, uh, I now realize that in the church to effectively serve others, we must see them through a parent's eyes. Through Mm. Heavenly Father or God's eyes, only then can we begin to comprehend the true worth of a soul. Only then can we sense the love that he has for all of his children. Only then can we sense the Savior's caring concern for them. We cannot completely fulfill our covenant obligation to mourn with those who mourn and comfort those who stand in need of comfort unless we see them through God's eyes. Yeah, And that's what I try to do with my children every day. I think we all try to do that, right? Yeah. and that's what having a faith base in your life can give you. You look beyond just your own perspective. It gives you a different perspective. That's that's what yeah. faith does. It's, right? that, it's that different lens. It's 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 the lens you're uh, zooming out. Um, yeah, where even you know you you when you have a child who's special needs, you know it, it changes your lens on life, on things, on people, um, and 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 and. Same, you know, with with having faith in in that in a higher power, um, yeah. You know, I, I I truly believe God makes no mistakes. You know, it, it's um, you know nothing is a punishment to any of His children. It, if anything, it is a um, a way that He is creating a better world for people to to see differences. You know, um, and whether that's through you know disabilities or you know. Um, different religions or different, um, you know, ethnicities, whatever, different languages, whatever it is, you know, this is, this is how he brings all of his perfect children t- 
together, to love one another um, and to accept one another and to include one another. So, yeah, this one, um, what good does it do to save the world if we neglect the needs of those closest to us and those whom we love the most? How much value is there in fixing the world if the people around us are falling apart and we don't notice? He may have placed those who, meaning God or Heavenly Father, may have placed those who need us closest to us, knowing that we are best suited to meet their needs. Mm. So there, you know, he may have done that. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a reason that Austin and I, I, I am right. Austin's mother. I, I think, I think that's true. I don't think maybe, I, I think there that. is. <laughs> I think there is. I, yes, I do believe that now. Yeah. I, and, yeah. and that may be the case for you too, listener out there. So just, yeah. just keep that in mind. Um, yeah. Um, a perfect body is not required to achieve a divine destiny. In fact, some of the sweetest spirits are housed in frail frames Great spiritual strength is often developed by those with physical or, I'm going to put, put in developmental challenges, precisely mm-hmm. because they are challenged. Such individuals are entitled to all the blessings that God has in store for his faithful and obedient children. Yeah. That's that's on my Word church's website. Up. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Okay. That's what it and is, if y'all. if anyone has a that's problem with is. that, they can come talk to us. That's right. Yes. We're Don't gonna... make me get Enneagram 8 on you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, um, the the scriptures um, teach that, this, I think this is my last one. Is it my last one? Yes. Okay. The scriptures teach that every person has been given spiritual gifts from God. We all have special abilities, special things that, you know, make us, make us who we are, right? Yeah. These includes people, this includes people of all ability levels. For example, perhaps one day we will learn of silent prayers. Our brothers and sisters who are nonverbal offer on our behalf or an extra portion of the spirit they invited into our homes. Sorry, I'm losing it again. Okay, I love it. Just do it. It's um I I cannot uh endorse that or say amen loud enough to that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There are so many things that I don't know and I don't understand especially with Austin, because we are so communication um, uh, dependent, you know, to, right. to live our life because right. we're social creatures, right? And and we are severely impaired in that area in our family. Um, and um, there are so many things that he is going to say and um, is going to share with us at a later time. And I, I just... I, I truly, truly believe that. And um, even if you don't believe that, even if you think I'm absolutely crazy, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, first of all, I don't care. But second of all, um, <laughs> I think it's a better way to live my life. I think I'm a happier person uh, because I believe yes. these things. Yeah. And I, I, I think um, I, I am living a better life for me because I believe these things. Yeah. And that's why I continue to do it. Yes. It's really, really hard. You're, you're, you're it's living. Not, it's not God's easier doing it for this you. way. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and, and I think really, really um, to, like tuning into that, you know, and for, for anybody who is um, a believer, but who's walking through, you know, maybe the early stages of, of their child's diagnosis, um, you know, I just, um, I would just encourage just to really, to just to really listen, you know, to really listen because he will show you and he will tell you, um, what he has you on mission for and, and, you know, and, and it's incredible. It's incredible, um, there that is, we get to walk alongside a- these, these kiddos, you know? Yeah. There's a lot that can be gained, um, not only for yourself, but for your child, but even if you're just focusing on yourself from taking the time to be silent, to uh, Mm -hmm. meditate, to pray, Mm -hmm. to, to listen, Um, Mm -hmm. whether that, whether that is a feeling of communication with you and God or a higher power of whatever it is, universe, whatever that name is for you. Right. If you um, take the time to communicate with that, I think there's a lot to be gained there and there is, there is peace 
it's yeah. it's not going to be with you every second of every day because we're human and flawed. But yeah, but well, it doesn't you know how to get heart. back there. <laughs> yes, no, yeah. it the, things are still very very hard. It just changes the perspective. It's not yeah. changing. Yeah, the difficulties that I um, are in my life on a daily basis, but it just changes yeah. the way I maybe react to them and how I understand them. Yeah, I guess. Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't say note, too many things do, that were like philosophically in you know incorrect. Well, and, and we we will just say again, like this is this is um, to bring no offense to anybody. We are we are an open. Um, podcast and group in the sense of um, we we are here for everybody's beliefs and um, in in that sense or or non-beliefs you know we we support everybody we support everybody this is not yeah. you know this is just Brittany and Tasha's um, you know labbing away yeah and 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 how we <laughs> and how we work through uh, a lot in this diagnosis and and this journey with our kiddos you know um, so uh, peak of the week. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I just that did was, there. That was beautiful. It was, no, it's fine. It's and now fine. my stomach's growling. <laughs> oh. That's okay, more Brent, appropriate, you're probably. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh goodness. Um, oh, I haven't thought about it. Um, I tried to not think about it because I want it to be organic. And now yeah. I can't think of it. And anything. now you're like, and what is the peak? I have nothing. What is, <laughs> what is the peak? Um, I finished my cookie orders a day early today, um, or a day early this week. So that that makes me feel really great. Um, I I'm kind of a analytical type. My Enneagram is type one. I like things ordered and in perfect little boxes and nice and neat and color coded and all the things. I would be a fantastic librarian. I just really, really would. It's yes, something I'll would. do in another life, I'm sure. But um, I uh, went through, Ruby got all of her Legos out and I have them in bins that are marked with which set goes with what. Yes, I do. Deal with it. It's fine. She does. And um, <laughs> I, uh, she'd gotten a bunch of them out and kind of mixed them together so I turned on some music yesterday and I reorganized them and put them in the correct bins and put them away. And Ooh, it was incredibly satisfying, you guys. Oh, it girl, felt I know. Amazing. <laughs> and um, afterwards, uh, I, oh, she came home gosh. and the very, very first thing I did, this this speaks to me again, as I she put down her backpack. I said, Hey, come look. I wanted to show her what I did. <laughs> and so we went under the stairs, which is her little playroom. And she just oohed and awed over everything like only Ruby can do. And, and she immediately sat down and the started back playing. To you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, she didn't Thanks, say Mom. thank you or anything, but she just, she appreciated the organization. So, yes. um, and then she she immediately sat down and playing because the space was cleaned up enough that it wasn't chaotic for her to yeah. feel overwhelmed. There's that yes. aspect of it too. And she immediately sat down and started playing with her calico critters, um, which are a favorite toy. And um, it, it was really cute to see her engaging once again in the space because it wasn't, you could actually walk in there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love so, it. Anyway, that's my piece. I love it. <laughs> Um, I think mine would be that, uh, our women's ministries, our, our, um, fall session, Bible study sessions started up again. Um, there is a huge, huge group. We are, I think we're finally funneling back into some normalcy from, you know, quote unquote, that COVID life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just like, I'm just feeling the vibe. It's so good. It's so good, you know, and, and, and yeah, same thing. There's believers, non-believers, just all kinds of women. And it's so good. Uh, I, I keep yep. telling Tosh that I'm going to fly to Portland and go with her sometime because it sounds amazing. We have similar things here yeah. too. Um, we both want to attend yes. each other's women's. Can we just live groups. with each other for a month? Like you come live here for a month and then I can. I mean, I'm a, down. No? Do you yes. think Tyler and Doug okay. would be okay with that? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, they probably well. No, Tyler would be okay when you were here, and Doug would be okay if I was there. But probably. when we're gone, it would not be a thing. That'd be great. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, you guys. Um, thank you for listening to us, and and um, we love all of you for wherever you're at in whatever part of your you know beliefs journey, whatever it is. Um, 
make sure and go and give us a review on any of the podcast player that you listen on um, because that is what helps us reach more parents. Um, and yeah, and give us a, a follow on Instagram because we do a lot over there. Um, a lot of fun stuff, kids and stuff over there. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. Yes. Yep. You get to see kind of like real life um, current moment stuff. So uh, all right. We love you. We love you. And we want you to keep the faith. Yes. Word. <laughs> Bye, everybody.